0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What do you do when exhaustion and depression stop you in your tracks? After her own experience, Pastor Juanita Rasmus learned how to be with God and herself all over again. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. get in the Word and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Micah chapter 6, verse 1 through Micah chapter 7, verse 13. Micah chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. The Lord demands justice, not ritual. Listen to what the Lord says. Get up. Defend yourself before the mountains. Present your case before the hills. Hear the Lord's accusation, you mountains, you enduring foundations of the earth, for the Lord has a case against his people. He has a dispute with Israel. My people, how have I wronged you? How have I wearied you? Answer me. In fact, I brought you up from the land of Egypt, I delivered you from that place of slavery, I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam to lead you. My people, Recall how King Balak of Moab planned to harm you. How Balaam, son of Beor, responded to him. Recall how you journeyed from Shittim to Gilgal, so you might acknowledge that the Lord has treated you fairly. With what should I enter the Lord's presence? With what should I bow before the sovereign God? Should I enter his presence with burnt offerings, with year-old calves? Will the Lord accept a thousand rams or ten thousand streams of olive oil? Should I give him my firstborn child as a payment for my rebellion? My offspring, my own flesh and blood for my sin? He has told you, O man, what is good, and what the Lord really wants from you. He wants you to carry out justice, to love faithfulness, and to live obediently before your God. Listen, the Lord is calling to the city. It is wise to respect your authority, O Lord. Listen, O nation and those assembled in the city. I will not overlook, O sinful house, the dishonest gain you have hoarded away, or the smaller than standard measure I hate so much. I do not condone the use of rigged scales or a bag of deceptive weights. The city's wealthy people readily resort to violence. Her inhabitants tell lies. Their tongues speak deceptive words. I will strike you brutally and destroy you because of your sin. You will eat, but not be satisfied. Even if you have the strength to overtake some prey, you will not be able to carry it away. If you do happen to carry away something, I will deliver it over to the sword. You will plant crops, but will not harvest them. You will squeeze oil from the olives, but you will have no oil to rub on your bodies. You will squeeze juice from the grapes, but you will have no wine to drink. You follow Omri's edicts and all the practices of Ahab's dynasty. You follow their policies. Therefore, I will make you an appalling sight. The city's inhabitants will be taunted derisively, and nations will mock all of you. Micah chapter 7, verses 1 through 13. Micah laments Judah's sin. Woe is me, for I am like those gathering fruit and those harvesting grapes when there is no grape cluster to eat and no fresh figs that my stomach craves. Faithful men have disappeared from the land. There are no godly men left. They all wait in ambush to shed blood. They hunt their own brother with a net. They are experts at doing evil. Government officials and judges take bribes. Prominent men announce what they wish, and then they plan it out. The best of them is like a thorn. Their godly are like a thorn bush. Woe to your watchmen. Your appointed punishment is on the way. The time of their confusion is now. Do not rely on a friend. Do not trust a companion. Even with the one who lies in your arms, do not share secrets. For a son thinks his father is a fool. A daughter challenges her mother. And a daughter-in-law, her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are his own family. But I will keep watching for the Lord. I will wait for the God who delivers me. My God will listen to me. Jerusalem will be vindicated. My enemies do not gloat over me. Though I have fallen, I will get up. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. I must endure the Lord's fury, for I have sinned against him. But then he will defend my cause and accomplish justice on my behalf. He will lead me out into the light. I will witness his deliverance. When my enemies see this, they will be covered with shame. They say to me, where is the Lord your God? I will gloat over them. Then they will be trampled down like mud in the streets it will be a day for rebuilding your walls in that day your boundary will be extended a closing prayer in that day people will come to you from assyria as far as egypt from egypt as far as the euphrates river from the sea coast and the mountains the earth will become desolate because of what its inhabitants have done Psalm chapter 22 for the music director, according to the tune Morning Doe, a psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I groan in prayer, but help seems far away. My God, I cry out during the day, but you do not answer. And during the night, my prayers do not let up. You are holy. You sit as king, receiving the praises of Israel. In you our ancestors trusted. They trusted in you and you rescued them. To you they cried out and they were saved. In you they trusted and they were not disappointed. But I am a worm, not a man. People insult me and despise me. All who see me taunt me. They mock me and shake their heads. They say, commit yourself to the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let the Lord deliver him. For he delights in him. Yes, you are the one who brought me out from the womb and made me feel secure on my mother's breast. I have been dependent on you since birth. From the time I came out of my mother's womb, you have been my God. Do not remain far away from me, for trouble is near and I have no one to help me. Many bulls surround me, powerful bulls of Bashan hem me in. They open their mouths to devour me like a roaring lion that rips its prey. My strength drains away like water. All my bones are dislocated. My heart is like wax. It melts away inside me. The roof of my mouth is as dry as a piece of pottery. My tongue sticks to my gums. You set me in the dust of death. Yes, wild dogs surround me. A gang of evil men crowd around me. Like a lion, they pin my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies are gloating over me in triumph. They are dividing up my clothes among themselves. They are rolling dice for my garments. But you, O Lord, do not remain far away. You are my source of strength. Hurry and help me. Deliver me from the sword. Save my life from the claws of the wild dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lion and from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. I will declare your name to my countrymen. In the middle of the assembly, I will praise you. You loyal followers of the Lord, praise Him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor Him. All you descendants of Israel, stand in awe of Him. For He did not despise or detest the suffering of the oppressed. He did not ignore Him. When He cried out to Him, He responded, You are the reason I offer praise in the great assembly. I will fulfill my promise before the Lord's loyal followers. Let the oppressed eat and be filled. Let those who seek His help praise the Lord. May you live forever. Let all the people of the earth acknowledge the Lord and turn to Him. Let all the nations worship you. For the Lord is King and rules over the nations. All the thriving people of the earth will join the celebration and worship. All those who are descending into the grave will bow before Him, including those who cannot preserve their lives. A whole generation will serve Him. They will tell the next generation about the Lord. They will come and tell about His saving deeds. They will tell a future generation what he has accomplished. New Testament reading. Mark chapter 15, verses 25 through 41. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And they crucified two outlaws with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by defamed him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha, you who can destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, even the chief priests, together with the experts in the law, were mocking him among themselves. He saved others, but he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now, that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also spoke abusively to him. Jesus' death. Now, when it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. Around three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, Listen, he is calling for Elijah. Then someone ran filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah will come to take him down. But Jesus cried out with a loud voice and breathed his last. And the temple curtain was torn in two, from top to bottom. Now when the centurion, who stood in front of him, saw how he died, he said, Truly, this man was God's son. There were also women watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph and Salome. When he was in Galilee, they had followed him and given him support. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were there too. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly, to God's throne of grace. God of glory, thank you for your word. Sobering, sobering passages, oh God. Passages that we often read, oh God, on Good Friday when we are commemorating and remembering Jesus' death by crucifixion, oh God. Your word is so sobering, oh God, when we read, and particularly Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Or why have you abandoned me? At least in this translation, oh God. We see Jesus there reciting and fulfilling the scripture, even as he is there dying, struggling to breathe, carrying the weight of our sin, the weight of the sins of the world on his body and on that cross. God, I thank you. Thank you, oh God. Thank you that you include the full range of our experiences and our emotions, oh God, in your words, in the word, in the word of God, particularly in the Psalms, O oh God. So Psalm 22, O oh God, we can read it. We can recite it. There are times we might feel that way, but we know that it's not necessarily that way in reality for us because we know Jesus went through that so we wouldn't have to feel what it feels like to be forsaken we wouldn't have to feel what it means and feels like to be abandoned god and i thank you that even when the psalms start out bleak like that talking about abandonment and forsakenness and forgottenness and 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 and, and being discarded and dehumanized and and and, and Enduring all manner of abuse, which is what Jesus experienced on that cross, oh God. His nakedness exposed, oh God. Jesus knows what it means to experience that type of abuse, that type of exposure hanging on that cross for us, oh God. I thank you that in your word, oh God, in the psalm, oh God, that even when it starts out dark, and and heavy oh god and weighty like that that even toward the end i know it was you that brought me out of my mom's womb i know it was you that you has been my god from the moment that i came out of my mom's womb i know it is you that kept me secure at my mother's breast i know it is you that will deliver me god i thank you thank you that the psalms always reorient us it doesn't minimize Doesn't negate, doesn't um, uh, trivialize how we feel and what we're experiencing, but it reorients us and points us and shows, points us back to you and shows us that we ought to keep our eyes fixed on you. You are our glory and the lifter of our head, oh God. So I thank you, oh God, that at the cross, in that New Testament where we see this, this reading, oh God, of Jesus' crucifixion, O oh God, and, and, and how the, the King of the Jews was crucified, died for us in that dark hour when the temple and the curtain was ripped into. God, I thank you that even in that dark, dark place, oh God, redemption, <laughs> Is being brought forth in deep darkness. Restoration is being brought forth in the midst of great wickedness and evil. Salvation is being brought forth in the midst of great injustice. I thank you. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the nails that hold us. Thank you, O God. We are crucified with Christ. It's no longer us that lives, but it's Christ who lives in us. God, I thank you for the nails. These nails that keep holding me, that keep holding me, that keep holding us, the nails, the nails, oh God, that crucified the Lord of glory, oh God. Thank you. Thank you that Jesus was interceding for us even then that we know not what we do. I thank you, O God, for your grace, for your love, and for your compassion. But most of all, thank you for the miracle of salvation that those who believe on Jesus Christ do have eternal life. And we will live with you in glory forever and ever. Hasten the day, O Lord. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Juanita Rasmus experienced what she called the crash and what her counselor labeled a major depressive episode. This landed Juanita up busy pastor, mother, and community leader in bed. When everything in her life finally came to a stop, she found that she had to learn to be with herself and with God all over again. If you are longing for a trustworthy companion through dark days, this book is for you. Each chapter includes life-giving spiritual practices to help you discover your own new ways of being. Get your copy of Learning to Be at IVPress.com and as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the Promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just,